What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener, and today we're talking about community gardens. Uh, If you follow me on any social media platforms, then you know that I am a big fan and an advocate for community gardens. I think community gardens have the potential to do amazing things. So in this episode today, we're just going to talk about community gardens. So first off, what exactly is a community garden? I mean, if you hop on Google and search it, you're going to come up with a very broad, very lame definition if you ask me. Uh, To me, a community garden is a place for like-minded individuals who love gardening. It's a place where people can meet, talk, and display their passion for growing by doing just that and growing. It is also a place for people who are interested in learning about gardening And maybe they don't have the space to get into gardening where they live, but, you know, they still want to garden. So you find a community garden, a space where you can find like-minded individuals who also love gardening, and you can just go and immerse yourself in gardening. And I think that's important. Now, one thing that I really believe is important is that community gardens are community spaces. Oftentimes you see organizations, they come, they'll just dump some money into a neighborhood, maybe because the neighborhood is a food desert or maybe because they have an incentive to work with these neighborhoods. And oftentimes these gardens sit there. They end up just turning into areas that are full of weeds, another eyesore. And I believe that is because in order for a community garden to be successful, you need the community. You need buy-in from people who live in that area, or you need buy-in from people who really just believe in that area. So, dear any member of any nonprofit organization who may be listening to this episode, please make sure that you have members from the community that are interested in having a garden in their community before you just go and drop a bunch of money and build a community garden somewhere. In order for a community garden to be successful, we need to make sure we're paying attention to these few things. First, we need to make sure that we have buy-in from the community and that we are not just dropping a garden in a random spot. Second, we need to make sure that we have leadership of the garden. Now, I'm not saying that we need one leader for the entire community garden space, It would be great if all community gardens had some sort of team leadership set up. You're going to need some longtime gardeners. You're going to need people who love gardening and who are passionate about gardening because that passion usually rubs off on people who come to visit the community gardens. So if you have a bunch of new gardeners who are just out there because they want to get started gardening, that is great. But you need at least you need at least one seasoned gardener to pass that passion and love for gardening on to everybody because that passion and love for gardening is infectious. So how do you go about starting a community garden? Look, man, first, we need to organize the people Okay, before we go and try to secure land or secure donors or anything like that. We need to make sure that we have the people. Okay. Community gardens are about community. Okay. We're not just calling it a gardening space or anything like that. The key word is community. Therefore, in order to get started setting up a new community garden, we need to make sure that we have the community support. 
Now, how you go about getting community support or how you go about finding people interested in gardening or people interested in potentially being a part of your community garden, I mean, that really depends on where you live. I mean, you could do mailers, you could do door-to-door type knocking, or you could just build an amazing place that is sort of like the field of dreams, right? If you build it, they will come. When it comes to designing a community garden, look, the choice is up to you, okay? But make sure that you are talking to all of the members or the potential members of the garden to get their input. There is more than one way to set up a garden, like I said. Raised beds, in-ground beds, container, hydroponic gardening, the choice is yours. One thing that I would really like to say is if your garden is a community garden, and you have buy-in from the community, then you don't need to worry about a gate or a fence. I made a post on Instagram one time where I said, I don't think community gardens need a gate or a fence. A lot of people agreed, and then I got the wrath of some people (laughs) who just went in and proceeded to tell me how I have no experience with community gardens and blah, 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 and their garden has been vandalized and all sorts of things. Look, man, I'm not here to say that there aren't dumb people out in the world who will go and do dumb things. Yes, any garden anywhere can be vandalized. But I will say, if you have buy-in from your community, there is a much smaller chance that your garden is vandalized or anything is stolen from the garden. I know, I have firsthand experience. I have a community garden. Yes, it is behind a gate, but that is because it is a garden I adopted from the city of Houston. And it came with the gate. If it was up to me, I would have taken that thing down. And when I first adopted the garden, I was told, don't leave any tools out. They've broken into your shed many different times. And they gave me all of these warnings. Look, I'm going to tell you, I've left cell phones, headphones, speakers, wheelbarrows, shovels, plants. I've left everything outside in this area, and nobody has ever stolen anything from my garden. Now, maybe that's because it's behind the gate. Maybe it's because people know that this is an area or a plot of land that is owned by the city of Houston. I don't know what the reason is. But I know that the the garden has always been behind the gate, and I was told that things were stolen multiple times. So if you ask me, I think that I have buy-in from the community. I have a bunch of people around that area who enjoy the garden, and they keep an eye out on the garden for me. I also feel like what is the purpose of the gate? If this is a community space for the community, allow people to access the garden. And if you want to tell me, well, people can steal food, okay. Look, you're not a farmer, okay. Farmers need all of the food that they grow in order to basically sustain themselves, right? That is how they make their money. A lot of people in community gardens, they're not growing to feed themselves. If you are, that's fine. But if you're just growing for your passion of gardening, then what is the problem? Yeah, they stole your food. So what? Grow some more. Are you growing it for the end result? Are you growing it for the food? Are you growing it for everything that is involved in the growing process? At the same time, if they steal the food, have you ever thought that maybe they were hungry? I mean, like, if they're hungry, allow them to eat something. They are a part of the community. 
Something else I've noticed is that if you go to the um, more affluent areas, they don't put gates around their gardens. Not really. Very rarely is there a gate around a garden in an affluent area. But if you go into the food deserts or the low-income areas, there are gates around every single garden. That, to me, look, that may be a deeper issue or some sort of mind game. I don't actually know. But it's something to make you think because it makes me think. Why don't the affluent areas have to lock up their food? Why do the lower income areas have to? Again, these are just thoughts. I just wanted to come on here and just kind of tell you how much I love community gardens and some of the issues that I see with them. Just like a lot of things with agriculture, I feel like the potential is there to have a big impact and to really change people's lives. But I don't know that it's always being used that way. A lot of the areas that have community gardens, they have more volunteers than they need. Uh, and the gardens are pristine. They're beautiful, amazing places. And then when we go into these low-income areas, that same we don't have that same energy there. We don't have the volunteers that show up to help out. We don't have the plant experts who just can't wait to get out into the garden. So I think part of the problem is we need... We need to match the energy in every community garden, okay? And we need to make sure that certain things are in place before we step out and attempt to build a new community garden. I'm going to be going on a tour of Houston's community gardens. I'm going to be going to every urban community garden um, in Houston, and I'm going to be interviewing all of the people that I see in these gardens. I want to find out who the leadership is. I want to find out how long these gardens have been in existence. If that sounds interesting to you, then you probably want to head over to the YouTube channel where we are going to be placing all of these, I don't know, short stories, documentaries, films, whatever you want to call them. I want to find out the mindset of the people who actually go to the gardens in these different areas. And if we find the garden that is, what, fallow, just hasn't been touched, then we're going to reach out to a bunch of people in these areas and see if we can't get all of these gardens up and operational. I'm on a mission to make that happen. Uh, so again, if this sounds interesting, head over to the Big City Garden YouTube channel. If you're listening to this right now, today, <laughs> there may not be any videos up, but I promise you, stay tuned uh, that's kind of a series or something that I'm working on, something that I'm passionate about because I really love community gardens. I love the concepts. I love the ideas. I love just having a space where you can go and just grow it, especially here in Houston. Everybody doesn't have a yard and everybody doesn't have gardening space. So to be able to still live where you want to, if you want to live in a high rise or anything like that, to be able to live in one of these high rises or one of these places and still have access to a gardening space so that you can receive all of the different health benefits associated with gardening, I think that's amazing. I also love the idea of the potential impact that community gardens can have on low-income areas and different food deserts. So what I want from you guys is to send me a list, respond in the comments underneath the video, email me, send me a list of any community gardens that you know. 
I'm going to start here in Houston, but I'm going everywhere. We're going worldwide with this, okay? Houston, Austin, Dallas. We're going to go through Texas, and then I'm going to make my way across the country, and I want to see all of the community gardens and speak to the organizers of these community gardens. I think that is all I have for now. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know it was more like a rant and less informational, but that's cool, man. Every now and then you guys get to kind of see into my mind and and see how I think or yeah and see how I think and kind of what motivates me and inspires me so if you don't know I want to get as many people interested in gardening as possible I want to kind of remove that um, I want to remove that nervousness that a lot of people have when it comes to gardening so this is kind of a mission with Big City Gardener And I think one way to get a lot of people into gardening is by setting up some amazing community garden spaces. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my rant. (laughs) Thank you for listening to my rant about community gardens. I would love to hear your thoughts about community gardens. And again, please share the names of any community gardening space that you know and the name of the leadership involved with these spaces. Uh, Until next time, you know what to do. Go outside, get your hands in the dirt, and just grow it. Peace. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview. Send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email. I grow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it.